Grand rising, my beautiful babies. So today, I would like to talk to you about what I consider absolutely foundational. Me personally consider it absolutely foundational for not just on your healing journey, but if you're getting interested in the metaphysical world too, and that is meditation. Alright, so there's lots of different benefits to meditation they have found through different studies. Um, I'm going to try to tell you some of them, and I'm going to quickly name, as well as quickly as I can, 10 different methods of meditation. And I'm going to encourage you to look them up if one, like, strikes your interest. encourage you to look it up on Google so that you can find more information on it. And there's tons and tons of free resources out there to help you with, with all of these. Um, meditation helps you with, they found it helps, you know, reduce stress. It kind of basically, that flight or fight response, it actually helps keep that from happening. It basically gives you the tools to kind of step back and breathe for a minute and return to a more relaxed state of mind. They found it promotes productivity. It will help you stay focused. It helps you, it helps you do that basically by, there's lots of meditations that teach you how to stay in the present moment instead of worrying about the future or regretting the past. Um, it helps you do that by basically the concentrated time that you're spending focusing on your breath and your presence um, helps you outside of meditation itself to focus more on those things instead of going from task to task to task as quickly as possible. There's tons of studies that have found that even just a few minutes of meditation a day can improve your focus vastly. Lots of studies have shown that it improves your relationships. Um, it helps you to be more grateful and appreciative for the people in your life. But it also helps you to become more comfortable with sharing your own viewpoints while still respecting and acknowledging other people's contributions. Uh, it helps to regulate your mind. Regular meditation practices have been shown to improve your overall mood. You become more in tune with yourself. You become more in tune with divinity. Um if you believe in divinity, but, and if you focus on that, obviously, but, and also how you'll react in any given situation. And one of the biggest things for me is it improves and raises your vibrational energies. Um, and that's a huge thing, especially with the law of attraction, which I'll kind of briefly touch on here in a minute, but we will go further into the different laws in the universe, the invisible laws and things. Um, much, much later, we'll go on, go over all of those in one of these podcasts. So basically it has to do with quantum mechanics. Um, quantum mechanics has been demonstrated as it's basically how wave frequency can be altered. So energy waves are basically energies, they're carriers and encoders of information. Okay. They have an infinite storage capacity. So when you take one wave shape and then you throw on a shape that's, or you overlay basically a shape that's opposite of it, it straightens that line out. That energy wave just straightens itself out. So basically what it's doing is it's canceling the original one out. And how that plays into all of that, this is thought waves are basically like sounds in the aspect that you can literally cancel and silence unwanted noises. Okay. You can, your thought waves and stuff create vibrational energies. Um, they used 
they use technology to cancel sound waves out all the time for businesses and things and doctor's offices. So there is a science on it. Um, I definitely encourage you, like I said, to look all of this up for yourself. I am definitely not an expert. Um, so let's extend that kind of the quantum mechanics idea to our thought waves or emotional patterns. If you can identify an exact positive thought to counter a negative one, what you're doing is you're using you're using this principle um, of quantum mechanics basically to change your brain waves, to change your thought patterns, your emotional patterns. So like think of the word stress and see how it makes you feel. Now think of the word relax. And it sounds really super simple. And it actually really is that simple. Um, it's not that simple when you're angry or you're upset. I completely understand that. That's the point of meditation um, and grounding. But we're, we're going to talk about grounding here in a few minutes. Um, hopefully, we'll get to it. So, David Hawkins, um, he was a researcher. He was an author. Uh, he used all of that information right there to demonstrate emotions and energy. He created a scale that actually rates the energy of basic human emotions. And I encourage you to Google, um, just basically Google emotional frequency chart and look at the images that it gives you. But the point of all that information I've just given you is that meditation, what it does is it also sets our vibrational frequency back to neutral or to zero. And you'll see things on that chart like anger, guilt, sadness, they're really low on the chart for vibrational energies. And it's much, much easier to move into high vibrational energies like joy, which is set at, I think, like 540 um, from zero, which is where meditation sets you, than to go from anger, which is at 150 on the chart, all the way up to joy. And you're like, you know, why should I care? Why should I give a shit if my energies, you know, my vibrational energies are high or whatever? The reason is because of something called the Law of Attraction. And the Law of Attraction talks about who you are is what you attract. And basically what you think or how you think is who you are. And who you are is what you attract. So let's say that you are an angry person or that you're very depressed. I'm not saying that you know, you're not going to have times you go through depression. I definitely do. Um, I still, like I said, I am not an expert. I still have struggles as well and you know I'm working on it but that's the point is that you know if you struggle with these things like I struggled with an anxiety disorder um, you struggle with these things and you're constantly worrying or angry or sad you're drawing more into your life through the law of attraction drawing more into your life to worry or be sad or be stressed about and I've seen it over and over and over now that I have recognized that and I see that that is an actual thing I've actually become more aware and seen it happening not only in my life, but in lives of the people around me. Um, so that's why you should give a shit. <laughs> if your vibrational energies are shit, you're going to draw in shit. Um, it's not to say that you're not going to occasionally have bad things happen to you. That, But how you handle it will determine whether or not we can get through it quicker or not, essentially. Um... And that is something I struggle with when it is anger-wise, especially towards my ex at the moment. 
Okay, so there are 10 different types of meditations I want to talk to you about. Uh, the first one is mindfulness meditation. So this one basically, it, it it's, its tactics are really cool because they were actually adopted by medical professional and therapists around the world. It helps you to focus on the present instead of spiraling into tons of thoughts of like, you know, worrying about the future, worrying about the past and all these things. But it also helps to manage anxiety and it helps you to silence intrusive thoughts outside of meditation itself. The next one is loving kindness meditation. So if you struggle with anger or resentment, this is the one that's going to help you out. It focuses on compassion and acceptance of yourself, of people and situations outside of ourselves. And the idea is that once we love ourselves and we're able to, to actually love ourselves, we can more fully love other people. That we're not really fully capable of loving other people if we are unable to love ourselves. And it also helps with PTSD and anxiety. Alright, so the next one we have is movement meditation. And this is for all of us who struggle to either sit still or just absolutely cannot sit still. Some people have called it, referred to it as walking meditation. A lot of people will use yoga and those movements and things to meditate and to be more present in the body. Um, sorry, to be more present in the body. But some people use walking. They just utilize walking. Um, the, and the fifth one is the kundalini. What that does is it helps manage your stress. It helps boost your body awareness. It helps minimize your pain. And it also helps you to grow stronger, which is a great benefit. Uh, the next one we have, number six, would be body scan meditation. Uh, those who struggle with sleep might want to try body scan practice. So what it does is it involves scanning your body for areas of stress or pain and then intentionally basically tensing those areas of your body and then releasing all the stress. Um, the next one we have is called focused meditation. And this is where we focus on something external like breath, sounds, beads, something else rather than trying to empty our minds. Uh, this is effective option for people who have monkey mind, which is basically a Buddhist term that describes restlessness or confusion. Um, success begins with basically just to do short sessions of that whenever you have time. And this is really good for people who are really, really busy all the time. Um, the next one we have is called visualization. So picture an intended result peaceful scenes or you create like a calm or success in a specific situation in your mind and that is your focus of your visualization. Um, beyond visuals it can also help uh, include integrating all of the five senses which is pretty cool. And then mantra. Uh, who has not heard the word om? <laughs> Even if you don't meditate I'm sure you've heard it. This practice it started it was of origins from Hindu and Buddhist it uses words or phrases to help focus your attention. And because of the auditory component, this is likely a meditation that you're going to want to do in private. But it is done in different classes too. Um, and then there is Vipsana, which is basically it requires you to remain silent for 10 days. Now, I don't know how realistic that is for some of us, but if that is your thing and you can handle that or do that, 
I recommend it. it. You use body scans to stay focused and ignore pain. It requires a much, much level higher, higher level of commitment than the rest of these, obviously. But the benefits of the practice were explored in a documentary called The Dhamma Brothers. So it shows how this practice helped incarnated men or incarcerated. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. English. Ugh. It helped incarcerated men at high security facilities face their trauma and their past actions, which is pretty cool. Um, it also has helped people with overcoming uh, or starting the recovery, I should say, from substance abuse. So those are, that's 10 different ones. I definitely encourage you to please get on Google, look up any of the ones that really interested you, look up how to do it. There's also guided meditations. Those are great. I definitely recommend them as well. Um, guided meditations. Basically, someone guides you through it. And um, there's tons and tons of free resources on YouTube for that. Tons of them. Uh, you can find them literally for anything. For sleep, for stress reducing, for grounding, for... Oh my goodness, for anything, for helping you to visualize, you know, a successful future and kind of draw that in through the law of attraction kind of thing, like manifest. So I definitely encourage you to explore all your different options, maybe try different ones and just see which one works for you. All right, the next part we're going to move on to, another foundational thing I personally feel is foundational, is called grounding. I'm sure everybody has heard of grounding or, you know, ground yourself or whatever. Um, but what it is talking about is basically it is the practice of energetically connecting yourself, uh, your, your values, your belief system, your vision, all of that. Grounding uh, at its roots is a practice of energetically connecting to the earth. Okay. Like a plant that's growing from a stable and a nourishing pot of land. When you are grounded... What it does is it allows you to be present. It helps you to organize your thoughts. It helps you to grow in a way that is in alignment with your vision, with what you want. Um, when you're ungrounded, you can feel frantic. You can feel stressed and chaos. Um, very easily distracted. You can feel powerless, kind of spacey and unconnected from your body and life, which I've been struggling with lately because I myself have been going through a lot of stressful situations and I've definitely been becoming ungrounding and have to ground more and have been working on that like I said constantly a work in progress um so being ungrounded can make you feel out of control it can trigger anxiety which it definitely doesn't me um it can make you feel lost there are times when it's just it's really really important to just reground and bring that energy your energy back to you to refill your own cup so that you can get realigned with what is important to you when you are grounded, you become your own energy source. You basically draw on a strong foundational relationship with yourself and within yourself. Um, and it allows you access to your talents, to your power. It helps nourishes your visions and your goals, which helps you create your, manif your manifestations that you want to come into your life. So there are multiple, multiple different ways to ground. You could Google, you know, ways to ground as well. But some of the ones I know of is, you know, find a hobby or an activity that you love because if you do that it's guaranteed you're going to set aside time for that if it's something that's just going to fill you with joy or happiness anything counts it could be yoga it could be art it could be you know anything baking uh, calligraphy going to the gym 
It could do, it could be any of that. Anything that is something that we're going to out, like enjoy outside of our just regular responsibilities. That doing those things will help you to ground. Um, getting outside regardless of the weather. Obviously, you're going to want to dress for it. The more time that we spend in nature, the more that we re remember that we ourselves are also nature. And getting outside and breathing fresh air is a great way and an easy way to not only ground yourself, but to reconnect with yourself and your surroundings. And it is easy, understandably. I don't like being cold, but I also don't like being hot. So, you know, it is very easy to not want to go outside whenever it's too hot or too cold or whatever. But just, you know, get outside and have a picnic. Um, simply sit and breathe or like make a bonfire but something like that try to spend like 10 minutes doing it and it's it's gonna help tremendously um, breath work breathing yourself into your body so basically breathing with a pause find just find a seat slowly inhale through your nose for four to six seconds and at the top of that breath you're gonna hold it for four seconds and then you're going to exhale through your nose for four to six seconds, holding it at the bottom. It's kind of kind of wild because when you think about it, our breath is considered our life force, which is otherwise people have known it as prana. But it's the moments between those breaths that bring us fully back to our senses and help reconnect us with ourselves and our bodies. Uh, and naturally, obviously, when you hold your breath, um, you hold between your breaths and your body's nervous system calms down and what it does is it kicks in that parasympathetic system which is really awesome and then that has actually helped me a lot when I'm on the verge of having like an anxiety attack because like I said I'm, I'm going through my own things right now and it's very stressful and that technique specifically has helped me a lot recently um, move your body moving your body helps to release anxious energy and it makes it feel really good running, taking a walk, dancing, um, any of those things, just moving. It helps to remove stagnant and stuck energy. It helps reconnect our bodies and makes, makes it a lot easier to ground ourselves too. Um, one of the quickest ways to ground yourself is like, let's say you start your movement for the day. You tell yourself, I'm doing this for me. I am releasing pent-up energy to make more room to ground within myself. Um, some people say eating seasonally. Eating seasonally helps you stay aligned with the ebbs and flows of the seasons around you, which makes you more connected to the food you're eating, and that is very grounding. Creating a morning routine will also help with that, and it doesn't need to be long. Like a five-minute routine of breathing when you wake up before looking at your phone is a great way to start grounding. Alright, the next one is um, journaling. You can journal to start your days intentionally. Morning journaling is basically a huge point for the most effective morning routines apparently. I personally struggle with journaling but I'm going to work on that. So it's a great way to organize your thoughts. It helps you to get a better understanding of where you are right now in that moment and where you want to be in the future so that you can align yourself accordingly and truly ground. You can even just set an alarm for maybe five to ten minutes earlier just to give you yourself some time just to do a little bit of journaling. It doesn't need to be a long drawn out thing. Uh, meditation also obviously helps you with grounding. Uh, getting a good night's sleep helps you with grounding, which I know for some of us that is a struggle. At least it is for me. Um, there's tons and tons of science on it. I encourage you to look it up, how grounding will help you. Um, I've given you some of the benefits, but 
I definitely, like I said, I definitely recommend these techniques I feel are foundational for meditation and grounding are foundational, not just for beginning your healing from different areas in your life, but also if you're interested in the metaphysical path. And the reason I feel these are foundational for the metaphysical path is because, you know, if you are trying to do anything intentional with, you know, in any regard at all, you're going to need to have your energies good or at least, you know, higher. You're going to need to have them higher so things don't backfire on you or just don't work altogether. So that's another reason. Uh, one of the ways I also personally like to ground is I, when I, like I sit down and what I do is I kind of go into a meditative mode and I imagine a, like a root growing out of my spine and down through the floor and into the earth and like spreading out under the earth like a tree root. And then I imagine it pulling the energy from the earth directly up into that root through my spine and into my body until my whole entire body is just glowing with this energy from the earth. And then when I feel like I'm full or I'm good, I imagine that root growing back up out of the earth and back up into my spine. And that definitely has helped me a lot. Um, but like I said, there are so many techniques. There are so many ways to do meditation, so many ways to do grounding. There's really, there's something out there that will help you. What works for, you know, me won't necessarily work for you. And what works for you won't necessarily work for someone else. And on and on and on. But there are so many ways and methods of doing these things. And these will help you not just in, you know, your meditative time and your grounding time. But also just in life in general with the way they reduce stress and anxiety and they help you to focus and you know there's also ways to use meditation as a way to not only heal your inner child but to help you love and like yourself and we're definitely going to get into that later on as well so i hope that this has helped if this has helped anybody even if this just helps one person then i feel good about that the whole point of these podcasts are to help you to get started on your journey towards healing and having the life that you want to have from healing. Um, and be able to draw in all those good things that we want in our lives. That we want to manifest into our lives. So I once again say grand rising to you. And I hope that your day is absolutely wonderful. And this is Becoming the Storm. And this has been Amanda with you. And I really hope that you go out there and... You have an absolutely fantastic day today.